0: Hello, and welcome back to the Couch Potato Podcast. My name is Russ. On today's episode, I am joined by fellow Couch Potato Jason. Him and I are going to talk about the week that was in sports, talking a little Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban battle royale. Uh, We got a little bit of baseball, a little bit of wrestling, some football talk coming at you. So, after the guitar riff, we present to you the Couch Potato Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Couch Brotato podcast. My name is Russ and usually uh, I am joined by my good friend and colleague, Lucas, but uh, Lucas will not be joining us this evening. Uh, Him and his girlfriend welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world about 6 o'clock tonight. So congratulations, Lucas and Tina, on the new baby girl. Uh, Lucas, I would imagine, will be off for a few weeks, but maybe I can... I can coax him into an episode here or there. Or, hell, we'll just have the baby on, too. I mean, it's the same thing, right? Just rambling on. Uh, but I don't worry. I have a co-host. Uh, he's We kind of uh, run by the free bird rule. If you uh, guys are familiar with wrestling, the fabulous free birds, they basically can interchange. When they were tag team champions, it was still the same. So, uh, remember the free birds? Back with us once again after a couple weeks off, uh, Jason Cheshire. Hey,
1: hey, thanks for having me on. Just don't let me be the, uh, the Michael Hayes of the group. The
0: doot, doot, doot. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we'll let, uh, we'll let Lucas be uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. <laughs> that works. All right. Um, doing this uh, episode, we we're going to kind of go around the horn. Uh ESPN, please don't sue us. I'm not stealing your uh, <laughs> trademark property. It's the only thing I can come up with at the time. We're going to basically give a recap on the weekend sports. Uh, we're recording this uh, on a Monday night at 9.30. And before I get into the program, Jason, I just got one thing to say, man. Fuck mm. Monday.
1: Yeah. Oh, big fuck Monday.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, if it seemed to be for everybody, but... Uh, People near and dear to my heart seem like they had a very shitty Monday work day. So yeah, just fuck Monday, man.
1: One hundred percent back that.
0: Yeah, I I think it. I think it should be uh, officially on calendars as uh, it goes Sunday, fuck Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. (laughs) Hell yeah, it's Friday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, we should just add Monday as an extra, like. Come down from the weekend, and then we can start fresh on Tuesday.
0: Right, just do half days Monday.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean my my Monday. You and I were discussing briefly. Uh, it just it it sucked, Dick.
1: Uh, yeah, mine same <laughs> uh, same boat here.
0: Yeah, so uh, f- we're going to Christmas. We're gonna get this movement started. Fuck Monday. No, no offense to you that have Mondays off, it must be nice. Uh, sometimes yeah. it almost makes me wonder if it's not, if it's uh, worth having Saturday and Sunday off.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: But uh, going back to the episode, I you know before uh, Thursday, I am trying to think if this these were Wednesday or Thursday, but uh, I was kind of scrambling on what we were going to talk about this week because uh, it's been kind of a slow sports week. I mean, we've got the NBA playoffs going on. We've got the NHL playoffs going on. PGA Championship uh, wrapped up this weekend, which actually outside of uh, seeing Tiger struggle through the third round and withdrawing, uh, and then uh, even the final round kind of wasn't that great till the final six or seven holes when Justin Thomas started making his charge. Yeah. But yeah, even that, that was kind of a boring tournament. But Nick Saban – the God of College Football. He thought, you know what, those couch potato guys up there in Ohio, I'm gonna give them something to talk about. So at a, what was it a like a booster Q and A, some kind of a boosters event. Uh, he ins- oh. essentially he took uh, shots at the uh, the NIL system, which I will wholeheartedly agree needs to be revamped. But I think they're Pretty much past the point now of that happening.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. It's gotten out of hand.
0: It's there gotten really out of hand to fast, be... too.
1: Yeah, and it need... there needs to be some kind of cap on it. Um, I just can't believe that Alabama doesn't have the, the money to compete with. And, I mean, I think everyone's kind of had the feeling that something was going on there
0: before all this. Started. Hey, let's be honest. But, I realistically this shit's been going on for years. Yeah. It's a big thing down I think it's probably really bad in the South, but I'm pretty sure most college football teams have been paying players for years. Just now it's it's out in the open and you can, you know, oh hey, you know, I, I didn't pay pay him to be part of my, you know, pay him the sign autographs at my car dealership. My fake car dealership that didn't have any cars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you have these kids, these eighteen-year-old kids driving seventy-thousand-dollar vehicles. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I drove a, a nineteen-ninety-eight Chevy Cavalier for fifteen years, <laughs> and, and you get a, an eighteen-year-old kid a, a seventy-thousand-dollar vehicle fully
0: loaded vehicle dude i was driving a little shit box 96 toyota corolla that once it got past 55 miles an hour i didn't know <laughs> if it was going to fall apart on the highway yeah. so yeah i kind of <laughs> regret not playing college football but um yeah. at this booster program apparently nick saban took some shots at uh took a shot at Dion sanders jackson oh. state yeah the, uh, the kid they got they uh insinuated that they basically used the NIL money for, uh, to get him, and he took a big shot at old uh, Jimbo Fisher down at Texas A&M, basically saying he paid for his number one recruiting class. Now, I don't know if this is Nick Saban trying to be the righteous savior of college football, like basically saying that they need to clean it up, or if he's just pissy that he wasn't able to get some of these guys.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that's it, 100%. But I mean good where is A&M ranked at so far and I mean I was looking at the rankings and like Alabama's like 25 26
0: well and, like something the, like that on the preseason I think Alabama's yeah. gonna be number preseason are oh, you talking about recruiting or in the recruiting
1: yeah recruiting
0: I thought they had the, the number class. two class I don't know it, it varies depending yeah. on like who you talk to because like one analyst yeah. will have. Like, this class will be number one, then like somebody else will have, like, oh, well, I thought it was, like, the 13th best class.
1: Yeah. I don't know which class it was they were, they had up. It was, you know, A&M was really high, and Alabama was, was listed at, like, 25 or 26. I can't remember which, because every site's different, um, and I'm not going to spend, you know, two hours delving through the 900 different, ranking. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy to see, you know, Texas A&M as the the ones that he's going to... I mean, is it because of Jimbo Fisher? I mean, I don't think there's any love loss between those two.
0: No, but. apparently there's definitely not now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he uh, basically Saban insinuated that Texas A&M used this NIL money to basically by their recruiting class and Jimbo was pretty pissed off to the point where he called his own press conference the next day. And, uh, you know, he did the thing where he, it was, he kind of had a little bit of the Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40 where he's talking about like, it's an insult to go after these kids. Yeah. But then my personal favorite comment, I'm going to go ahead and cue it up here now. But, uh, this raised a few eyebrows with me, and I, once I, I get done playing the clip, I've got a question maybe you can help me answer. But uh, this comment kind of stuck out to me. This is what Jimbo Fisher, uh, part of his comments at uh, his press conference the next day about Nick Saban. So uh, I'm going to hit play. Say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and oh, their family. I'm 40. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his His deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. It really Whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it <was> great.
0: <laughs> My question is, um, I could be wrong, but I uh, didn't, Jimbo Fisher coach with Nick Saban at LSU. Oh, yeah. I believe he yeah. was the offensive coordinator. If I was a reporter, hey, any of you papers want to hire me, I would at least ask this question. So feel free to shoot me an email. I'll be happy to interview with you. But why didn't somebody ask him, uh, why don't you tell us some of the shit they did?
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we'll go right to the – to the horses now. Right. You know, you you coached with him. Tell us, what happened? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, he knows something, and somebody asked the damn question, but... Yeah, I don't
0: understand why nobody asked that.
1: Yeah, it didn't make any sense, but, I mean, obviously, he he knows something, and he's willing to throw him under the bus, ask the question.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I know the SEC commissioner uh, name is drawing a blank at the moment. He's pretty much, uh, put like, was it a gag order against anybody speaking out on this? Jimbo's supposed to shut up. Nick Saban's going to shut up. Uh, Lane Kiffin, who also coached with Nick Saban at one point was I. I was listening to Dan Patrick's show this morning and Nick, Sa- or, uh, Lane Kiffin was supposed to be on there, but, uh. He was not able to appear because the SEC commissioner doesn't want him. And Lane wow. Kiffin, let's be real, people like follow college fo- football. Uh, Lane Kiffin's a shit stirrer. like he's the kid oh, yeah. that starts to fight in the park, at the playground, and then like gets two people going, and then just kind of steps away, and then just enjoys the the majesty of his work.
1: Oh yeah, didn't you pick a fight with Urban Meyer when he was at Tennessee?
0: Yeah, picked a fight with Urban Meyer. He talks shit all the time. I I'm not a big Lane Kiffin guy, but oh, no. I really wanted to hear what he had to say about it on Monday. But oh
1: yeah, yeah it would have been good good radio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Like, what do you, what are you thinking about this? Uh, I know they've got a game coming up. I think it's the first or second week in October. Yeah, and didn't
1: a And M beat? Bama last year.
0: They did. They upset him with I think their third string quarterback.
1: Oh, yeah. This just makes things even even better for that game. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, like we were discussing, I mean, something's gotta be done about this. Mm-hmm. And I i mean some of these schools that have the, the deep pocket boosters or where they're coming up with this money to, to get players to sign. I mean, even, you know, with Ohio State, when they got Quinn Ewers, I mean, that kid made a killing for a year and then transferred back to Texas. But he got his money. I mean, mm. something's got to be done.
0: Well, the kid from uh, Pittsburgh, the wide receiver, just transferred over to USC.
1: Yeah. Because uh, he's
0: going to get more money from USC than he has Pitt.
1: I mean, you're. It's it's going to get to the point. I mean, even now, it's hard for the smaller schools to compete. Yeah, Cincinnati got into the the playoff this year, but you're not going to see those teams in the playoffs anymore. It's going to be the big name schools every single year, and everybody else is just playing for some sorry no name playoff bowl game or some play or a, a bowl game and i mean
0: the little caesar's pizza pizza bowl yeah
1: and the kids i mean a lot of the kids skip those games so i mean what's what's even the point
0: what i'm afraid of is going to happen is you're going to see the big pocketed schools like your uh, alabama's your texas a&m's oklahoma and texas just left yeah. the big 12 to go to the sec Uh, what I'm afraid is going to happen is you're going to see a mega conference of all these schools. It's just going to splinter off into their own thing. And it's just going to be them teams battling it out for the national title every year. And I think whoever's left on the outside is going to be some kind of, it's almost going to be like a a subdivision of division one college football with all these leftover teams. They're going to have to scramble to find like, you know, put together conferences so they can play each other which is going to be a geographical nightmare.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're not going to see the the Boston College win the national title. It, it's just not going to happen. I mean, they're not going to be able to compete with the Ohio States, the
0: all, Bama's. Yeah, all those big those Big 12, or the SEC teams. There's no way. No. I mean, sh- so, I mean, it's theoretically, I think it's just going to be the SEC with Ohio State, Michigan, Notre Dame, USC, and Clemson. Maybe Miami.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you've even seen kind of Clemson take a hit. Um.
0: Oh, by the way, fuck that though, Sweeney. I don't like that dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. But I think he doesn't know if he really uses the NIL to his advantage. Hmm. I don't know if it's just something that –
0: he doesn't agree with, but... Or maybe he just hasn't mastered it yet. Like, God damn it, I'm yeah. used to, like, giving these kids fucking uh, the Tennessee way where you give them a McDonald's bag full of cash.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, grab and go.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just afraid uh, of what's going to happen to college football. And I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that they're going to be able to curtail this? Because I think no. they're, I honestly think they're past the point of it now.
1: Yeah, it's it's gone too far now. Um, and I don't know exactly what happened with Jackson State and why he brought up Deion Sanders and saying, you know, this kid was given a million dollars. I mean, I don't know any kid, any 17, 18-year-old kid that if Deion Sanders comes knocking on your door and says, hey, I got a million dollars for you if you come play with me. You're not going to turn that down.
0: Oh, I mean, that's
1: Deion Sanders.
0: I, You know, honestly, if Deion Sanders come knocking at my door wanting my son to play football, he wouldn't even take a million dollars.
1: I mean, you're talking about the greatest cornerback of all time, mm. and he's knocking under your door, heck a million dollars. And, I mean, we don't know that's what happened. I mean, Dion says it didn't. But, I mean, it's Jackson State. I don't know. I mean, did the kid just want to go there because Dion's a coach? I mean, I can understand that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But he was offered some large amount of money. I have a better understanding of it too.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like are you? uh, I I really realistically, I think what's going to eventually happen is it's almost going to be like. If they're going to stop it, it's like you almost have to sign these kids to contracts now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because, I mean, like, okay, you're going to, like, the kid will take the rec- Addison from Pitt. You know, like, okay, you committed to Pitt for four years. If you The only opt-out you have is to go to the NFL. You can't. You, yeah. You, you're getting paid this much. This is, then it's like almost like breaching a contract. I mean, of course, they'll probably find ways. Like, well, I'm just going to sit out then.
1: Yeah, uh, and you know, another thing that kind of sucks about this, what about the kids that don't get that kind of money? I mean, you have your, you know, let's just...
0: The third string tight end from Ohio State yeah. getting paid like 500 bucks.
1: Yeah, and the number one tight end, he's getting $750,000.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: just, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but
0: no ohio I mean, state virtu- you know virtual of, virtue of integrity yeah the only school be, that uh, doesn't buy players that yeah. could be the Homer in this, but
1: <laughs> yeah a bit um but i mean you're you're an eighteen year old kid and there's a a guy who is on your team and he's making five hundred thousand dollars mm mm-hmm. And you're struggling to eat dinner every night. Oh, I mean, granted, the the college football they take care of their their players and make sure they eat everything. But I don't know. Just, something's got to be done about it,
0: right? You know what? Put us in a room with the uh, the heads of the NCAA. We'll come up with a game plan. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things of like, yeah, it's just. I, I'm i really scared that college football is just going to be – it's going to lose what makes it so great because of this now. it's it's yep. I mean, I think it's going to happen to basketball at some point too. Oh, yeah. Which I think it's already starting to an extent, but not to the point of college football. But
1: uh, What these kids are making playing college football. I mean, are we creating monsters? What if these kids get this money and then just decide, I don't want to play no more. Mm-hmm. I got, I got my money and then they're off doing something else or, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you don't make the best decisions. You've mm-hmm. got $750,000. You're bored. What are you going to
0: do? Right. Yeah. They cruise down a slippery slope with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, well, before we wrap this, uh, a little bow on this topic i got one question that after we start talking about Dion one question popped in my head like does this affect the aflac commercials at all
1: oh yeah they're not they're
0: not comfortable a little heat on the set um all right what do you think the odds of uh who gets to uh who goes after saving first is it a uh, Dion or is it a uh, Jimbo Fisher. I'm putting my money on Jimbo.
1: Oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it 100%. Uh, the post-game
0: think... handshake. He just goes, <laughs> he just walks up there, straight stoles on him.
1: <laughs> he gives him a LeGarrette blood.
0: <laughs> Jackson <laughs> right in the fucking jaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that game. I'm going to circle that on the calendar now. That's going to be probably outside of Ohio State, Notre Dame, probably my – and Ohio State, Michigan, obviously. Uh My uh, most anticipated game of the college football season.
1: That better be in prime time, too.
0: Oh, uh, I'm sure it probably will. Because I think CBS still has the... uh, They still got the uh, SEC, don't they? Yeah. I mean, like at least the big games. I know uh, ESPN had the uh, the network.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll more than likely be the 7 or 8 o'clock. Mm. CBS gang.
0: Yep. Gotta make it happen, CBS, especially now. Yeah. Or even better, at the end of it, <laughs> partner with like AEW or WWE. Set up a steel cage. Jimbo in one corner. Nick Saban in the other. A weapons filled cage match.
1: Um, yeah, I I'd live with that.
0: Oh fuck yeah! I'd buy it on pay per view. <laughs> um. All right, well, we'll uh, move on from that. But, yeah, I just thought that, like, I, it's like, fuck, I was really struggling, and then this gift just fell in our lap. Yeah. yeah. And then on uh, Friday, uh, I did notice that ESPN dropped their first uh, NFL power rankings of the season. I thought this was a very interesting list. Um, real quick, uh, you can find the full list on ESPN.com. Just look for the – NFL FPI rankings, but uh, they had the Buffalo Bills at one, the Packers at two, the Rams at three, Chiefs four, Buccaneers five, Cowboys six, the Chargers seven, the Colts eight, Arizona nine, and then the Browns at number 10. Um, give a quick, uh, I definitely, I think Buffalo should be number one. I think they, on paper, look to be the favorites in the AFC.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't have any problem at all with that. Um, I probably would have went that route, too.
0: Um, Green Bay, I don't think they're the number two team in the NFL, but belongs on the list for sure. Yeah, I mean... Considering I especially how them weak, them weak the NFC is this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, they lost Devonte Adams. Um, I think that's going to be you know, uh, a, a significant hit, um, and I don't think...
0: Actually, real fun, uh, Real quick, uh, I got to try out. No, I mean, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I sold them on the fact that, you know, like, I'm not fast, probably not the greatest <laughs> route runner, but I'm a goddamn locker room presence.
1: Hey, that's what we need.
0: So, like, come on down, son. <laughs> we'll embarrass you for an afternoon and then send you on your way.
1: All right. No, I mean, looking at it, I just I – mean, you're a Cowboys fan.
0: Cowboys are not six. Okay. Nope. Right. I I cannot rank them as the sixth best team in the NFL off of that. Um, I mean, like, for one, I would probably uh, put the Rams at two. I mean, they're the defending Super Bowl champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I would probably move Tampa. Well, Tampa Bay, I think, is okay where they're at. Uh, yeah. Maybe flop them with Green Bay. I think just because, like, Tom Brady's coming back, I think, well, we discussed it in a earlier episode, that I think Tampa Bay is going to be one of the favorites in the NFC.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they were only, what, a play away from? Yeah, if Matt MN. Gay
0: had, if they didn't get, the Rams didn't get Matt Gay into uh, field goal position, they would have beaten the Rams. And that could have been a completely yeah. different Super Bowl. Yeah. But, no, I definitely – I don't think the Cowboys are a 10. Um, I actually – I don't think the Colts belong in the top 10 either. I like the Colts, no. but they're not a top 10 team. And I could make a case for Arizona not being in the top 10. And definitely the Cleveland Browns do not belong in the top 10.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. Uh really wish – Lucas could have been here to try to justify that number ten ranking. Um but yeah, I we don't even know what's gonna happen with the quarterback. So and I mean, you know, Baker's still out there, possibly being traded. Who's gonna play quarterback if Watson's suspended?
0: Right. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean like I think The most egregious uh, omission from this list is the defending AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. I'm not a Bengals fan. You're a Steelers fan, so I definitely know you don't like them. But the Bengals didn't do anything to, like, regress. They improved, like, arguably the biggest weakness on their team, the offensive line. Uh, You got Jamar Chase entering uh, year two. Uh Burrow looking like an absolute stud there towards the end of the uh the regular season into the playoffs. But they are 16th on this list.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean,
0: looking at some of the teams that are ranked ahead of them, uh the New England Patriots, oh. the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think are improved, but I don't think they're the Bengals, good uh minnesota oh and then uh the ravens and the broncos
1: i mean you could probably make a case for baltimore just because they had a lot of injuries last year
0: and they had a really good draft though too
1: yeah they had an excellent draft Uh um and, I mean maybe even the same with Denver. I mean I know they upgraded a quarterback with Russell Wilson but I'm Ooh. telling that since
0: yeah, I mean Russell Wilson when he came back from the injury didn't look like Russell Wilson of old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That and I mean that Cincinnati offense is in my opinion it's 1A 1B 1C with Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're pretty much can go toe-to-toe with each other on offense. And the Bengals, the one thing they didn't have, they went out and got in the offensive line. So I I can't justify them being 16 on that list.
0: No, I mean, I read a story that uh, essentially uh, that last drive – in the Super Bowl, a Burrow had a wide open Jamar Chase, but he didn't have enough time to get the ball to him. Yeah, imagine if uh, he, they would have had someone decent blocking for him instead of like Joe Smith from the the Sunoco.
1: wasn't it the the one guy from Ohio State that was always a pro? I can't remember his name; it's just like throw me. Um,
0: the only uh, he was a the only player that I know of the Bengals had on the offensive line was Billy Price.
1: He got released. Yeah, but there was a it was a, it was a tackle. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, it, he was a problem at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, is not coming up here. But, yeah, I can't think of his name. But, yeah, he he was a problem at Ohio State, and it carried over to the NFL. He yeah. just got killed on that last play.
0: Well, you know what? Since we're here, I figured that we should correct ESPN's mistake and try to craft our right. own top ten. Uh, I think you and I agree Buffalo's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two, I would say you have to go with the Champs.
1: Yeah, I'd go the Rams. Yep.
0: Um, number three, I'd probably take Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that one.
0: Uh, number four, I would say it's pretty much a toss-up between Tampa Bay. I'd say Tampa Bay because they got Tom Brady coming back.
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same team, so – and then they got, yeah, Tom coming back. So,
0: yeah, that, um, that'll work. Number five, I would go with the Cincinnati Bengals.
1: Yep, that's perfect spot for them right there.
0: Yeah. um I would say Packers six. Yep. Okay, yeah, I can live with that one. Uh, the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's... scary team. I may be ranking them a little too low. We'll revisit this come playoff time but i think i'll go san diego or san diego i still call them the (laughs) charger san diego um number eight i don't know uh i i kind of like denver good young defense
1: i think i'd I'd go baltimore there
0: i'll give you baltimore because yeah like they're a completely different team if uh They haven't been hit by the injury bug. Plus, I think we we agreed on our uh, NFL draft recap, which you can listen to on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts, cheap plug, uh, that the Baltimore Ravens had the best draft in the NFL this year.
1: Yeah. Look, I hate to give the Ravens any kind of love, but they did have a good draft.
0: Now, you being a Steelers fan, I've always – I've heard differing opinions (laughs) – Are the Ravens your most hated rival, or is it the Browns?
1: It's the Ravens for me. Mm. The Browns were Is it because you feel sorry for them? See, I'll I'll say that, like, up until about two years ago, Browns just were never any good. I mean, it was just another game on the schedule. Then you had the the whole helmet Mason Rudolph incident. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's neck and neck between the two, but I hate the Ravens more than mm. than anything.
0: I don't like them either. I uh, I think it's just I think it's the fact that they yanked the Browns from Cleveland originally. <laughs> I just have yeah. a problem with that. Like, if they would have done that to. I don't know the the fucking Arizona Cardinals, if they would have jumped ship and moved from Arizona to Baltimore, which I don't think would have happened, I wouldn't have left Arizona myself, but Yeah. Uh yeah, it just I don't know, I just it probably wouldn't have stung as bad as you take the Browns out of Cleveland. Probably
1: um probably one of the one of the name franchises. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, the, well, the original NFL, yeah, you know, they're like they're the the cornerstone of the the old NFL, and just I don't know, I just soured me. I, Art Modell's a old old bastard. Sorry, you Ravens fans out there, but um, so we're at what number eight or nine? Eight,
1: oh, and then so no, we, I think we are at nine
0: because I think we yeah. had San Diego or San, the uh, Chargers at seven. I'll give you Baltimore eight. Uh, then I'd probably go Denver. Denver nine, yeah. And then, I because I think Denver is a top ten team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, the number number ten is tough. I would maybe, I would probably go the Colts at ten. They got, I mean, they don't have the klutz, Carson Wentz at quarterback. They got a... a a legitimate, although on the probably the the decline of his career, oh, still yeah. an improvement over Carson Wentz. I got Matt Ryan. I think the only thing really that they're missing is, I mean, outside of uh, Michael Pittman, they're really lacking in the receiver department.
1: Yeah, I mean, you kind of feel for the, the Colts. I mean, since Andrew Luck left, they've just kind of gotten everybody else's trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Phillip Rivers. Carson Wentz, and I mean Matt Ryan's still a serviceable quarterback, but he's not. The, I'm up twenty eight to three on the the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're no. we're on the
0: the decline of that. Although, yeah. in his defense, too, he had a worse wide receiver core in Atlanta last year than he does with Indy this year. Oh yeah. I mean Calvin that Ridley, he took his you know mental health sabbatical, then tor- he gets suspended, and it's basically Kyle Pitts and, you know, the get-along gang at Carter- wide receiver.
1: That, do they still have, uh, what is it, the, uh, the My Fantasy Superstar from last year,
0: quarter Patterson? Yeah, they do. They re-signed him. <laughs> God damn, dude. That, I watched that. I was like, man, that motherfucker got him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that...
0: I'm sure he was probably the uh, the Apple of many trade offers that you probably got. Oh, I'll give you way. my, I'll give you uh, Gus Edwards for Cordell Patterson. Gus Edwards is hurt. Yeah. He's not playing this year, but hey.
1: <laughs> you could have him for next year.
0: And, and we don't even... even in the keeper league. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think I got a good idea. We should do. I don't know. Still thinking maybe we'll do the fantasy draft as a podcast episode, but I think you and I would be the only two talking during it.
1: Probably not everybody else be deep in stats.
0: Yeah, or uh, just not talking. I'm not. I'm not talking on that. <laughs> um, so we good with the Colts at ten? Yeah,
1: I can live with the Colts at ten. All right,
0: ESPN. There you go. We fixed your problem.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I just thought that list was uh. I mean, it's still pretty early to start ranking teams, but I thought it was interesting. gives us something to talk about NFL-wise before the season. Um, Those are my uh, top two stories of the week. What did you have? uh, What did you want to shoot the shit about today?
1: Well, I was really hoping that Lucas could be here so he could offer his take as a Browns fan on this, but what's going on with Deshaun Watson? I mean, is he going to get suspended? The Browns paid $250 million guaranteed to a quarterback that hasn't taken a snap since January of 2021, and possible he may not take a snap until 2023.
0: Hey, he's got no problem spending that money, though. He's got the whole offense down there in the Bahamas right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: didn't they structure his contract that if he ends up getting suspended this year, he only loses out on a million dollars. I think so.
2: Yeah.
1: And of all the backhanded things in the world to do, just you, you allow this, this guy to come in, get 250 million guaranteed. You don't even know if he's going to play.
0: Yeah. I, I, I thought that was a very, very, uh, that's a gamble, betting like your whole season on him, and now you've alienated a, a serviceable quarterback in Baker Mayfield. So yeah. I've heard, uh, I've heard six games. Um, uh, Mike Florio, it was on Dan Patrick, I think it was last week, and he even brought up the scenario. He could get suspended twice. Like, yeah. he could get suspended wow. for, like, four four to six games, and then as more stuff comes to light, they could suspend him again.
1: Oh, wow. See, uh, I just don't know what the thinking was going into that. You know, the guy's facing 22 felony charges. I don't know. I just know there's 22 charges. All this stuff's still coming out. He's getting ready to go the trial on this stuff and you're going to give him $250 million. Mm -hmm. And again, hasn't played since January, 2021 and football is not one of those sports that you take a year or two off and it's like, Oh, I can come back and be the exact same player
0: that I was. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like I think, the contract, I think, is what got the Browns to Sean Watson because I'm sure yeah. that they were negotiating contracts during this whole, like, hey, we're going to give you this. Come meet the team. We're doing this and that. And I think that, yeah. hey, I think they said, hey, we'll give you, we'll guarantee every cent of your contract because I thought, like, I know when it came down to it, the Browns got knocked out, and then, like, the, the next day, is like, oh, yeah. nope, Browns are getting him now. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, $250 million guaranteed mm. to play with Cleveland.
0: Right. But, you
1: know, the bad part about it is Baker Mayfield had a really good the 2020 when the took the Browns to the playoffs.
0: Well, it, it, they won a, it depends. on If you ask Lucas, <laughs> Baker Mayfield's a bum. That's also yeah, a Browns I mean, fan speaking, too.
1: Yeah, true. But also played a lot of last year hurt. And he
0: probably shouldn't have been playing. No, I I've told him I blame that all on Stefanski. You could have, you could have sat him because I mean, realistically, yeah. the Browns after you lost Odell, I mean, basically Odell had checked out at that point. It's you really weren't playing for anything. It's almost like I think. There was some kind of rift between the two of them, and he just wanted to show him up. Like, okay, I'm going to cost you a shit ton of money.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. But didn't the report that Clowney only re-signed with the Browns because Baker was no longer a quarterback?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then I know man. that there was uh, Odell wanted to come back, too, because they got Deshaun Watson.
1: Wow. see you I can... Mean,
0: I mean, I it makes know. you wonder if that didn't affect Baker's, uh, you know, trade market, too, as you're hearing all these reports like guys are wanting to come back and play now that he's not going to be with the team. Yeah,
1: wow. I mean, that's got to be an ego blow to him. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I mean.
0: It's almost like the Browns are almost I, – I, well, at least I thought this before they did the clowny deal, it's almost like they're taking this year as a mulligan. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, we're going to prepare to be without him for a year. We'll do our best with Jacoby Brissett. And then next year, we'll yeah, have him.
1: We'll have, have two years without playing. If if he doesn't play this year. I mean, two years without, it'd be two and a half years out playing it down. Mm-hmm. And you expect him to be the same guy he was in Houston, right? I don't know. It's gonna be tough, right? And you know, Browns fans will turn on you real quick.
0: Yeah, I was surprised by the amount of uh, just from what I read on like, like fit, you know, social media, you know, message board shit like that, like how they're greeting him with open arms. And I do. I, well, I, I mean, <clears throat>
1: it. I've kind of seen both. Like a lot of the Browns fans. Uh, I mean, I don't get on Facebook like I used to, but
0: you're you're not missing anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're really upset that they were getting rid of Mayfield, bringing in this guy that has. And trust me, as being a Steelers fan, I heard all kinds of shit about Ben Roethlisberger from Browns fans for years. And now it's like they have to shut up. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, your boy done a lot more than what Ben did. And I'm not saying what, I mean, Ben Ben's not a good person, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, y'all need to sit this one out. Just take it.
0: Yeah, just have a seat in the, in the corner, keep your mouth shut, let this shake out. I yeah. I do have a friend that actually uh, gave up. I don't know if he was uh, – I haven't talked to him recently, but uh, I think he's given up his uh, Colts fandom. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think he is uh, – last I heard, I think he's uh, hopping on the old Colts bandwagon. Oh,
1: you give up the Browns for the Colts?
0: Yeah. Jim Mercer, hop on, brother. We got plenty of room in the back. He just seems like a a cool owner to play for. I mean, at
1: least from what Pat McAfee will say.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. I I just read he bought (laughs) Kurt Cobain's, one of Kurt Cobain's guitars for like four million bucks. What? Yeah. It was supposed to go, they (laughs) estimated it was going to go for like a million, and it ends up going for like four
1: and just have money laying around
0: like that. right? That's why, that's why Sirius or iHeartRadio, Spotify, if you're looking for content, man, hit us up, dude. I want to be able to buy fucking... I want to buy shit like that. I want to buy Hetfield's guitar he played in Moscow.
1: There you go. It's yeah. probably going to go for more than $4 million.
0: Yeah, or... Well, no, Hetfield's probably not as iconic as Kurt Cobain. Well... So. Mm. Shit! I just, all I want is enough money to buy a replica set buy a warehouse and just build a replica set of the Price is Right studio and invite my friends come over play some Plinko play the fucking uh, game where the, the yodlers are going up the hill do a little showcase so, like, show stuff yeah, yeah. Let, let you guys play for gift cards and stuff like that I'm not not dishing out trips I ain't got that well Spotify's paying for it I don't care um, yeah, I just that and I've always wanted to go into a room with that just Peacock and like Roddy Roddy Piper did at Wrestlemania 1 with the the bagpipers playing just the cock of the walk have enough yeah. money to do that Just play myself into a room I'd actually do it to quit my job I'd hire a bunch of bagpipers I'd try to find that that, uh, that Panther shirt they had on that shirt was super oh, yeah. fucking cool. And just strut my ass in there and give him, a, give him a notice like, hey, I'm done. I won the lottery. These bagpipers are proof that I won the lottery. Have a nice life. I'm out.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think you can get that Panther shirt on, pro wrestling tees. Uh,
0: I'm actually uh, got a big Memorial Day sale coming up. So I think I'm going to hit it up. Um, speaking of wrestling, uh, Big story came out of the WWE last week. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of Monday Night Raw.
1: You know, as someone who hasn't been a fan of the WWE booking for quite a while now,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: good for them. But I don't know exactly. There's so many different stories. Like, what actually happened?
0: The one that I seem to hear... Is they were supposed to be part of a six pack challenge. Naomi was supposed to pin Sasha, and I was gonna have that was gonna cause Naomi to challenge Bianca at Hell in a Cell, and then Sasha was going to challenge uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But I think what they do that kind of shits on the women's tag team titles, which I know that was like a big thing for Sasha and Bailey. They really wanted, yeah. like, to establish that as, like, a legitimate championship, and they're, they're a joke. I mean...
1: Oh, yeah. It's never been taken seriously since they've introduced them.
0: Yeah. Um, With the exception of when Sasha and Bailey had them. Yeah. Then they had the Iconics beat them at WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania for them. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah these are going to be just props.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all. I mean... Yeah, Iconics were the only legit team. And I mean, I really don't understand why you would bring in women's tag team titles when you're throwing together two women and I mean, it seems to change all the time. (laughs) Mm. I mean, I've heard that Sasha was originally supposed to wrestle Charlotte at WrestleMania, but Rhonda came back, so she took her place
0: and Yeah, that's kind of... That's paying dividends right now, too.
1: Yeah. Um, then you kind of appease her. They put her in a tag team with Naomi
2: mm-hmm. and
1: let them win the tag titles. Now, I mean, the, the team has been... I mean, it's been legit, but it's just like there's tag team wrestling is just not what it was. Mm. I mean, even in the men, there's just not many teams. It's just makeshift teams. And, you know, you would always have that stone cold and Shawn Michaels, like kind of thrown together. They'd win the titles. And
0: well, they did have that with the uh, RK bro that now that actually, yeah. that deal turned out to be really good.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, there is some stuff that I do enjoy, and that being one of them, I mean that's really worked out well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it just can't do it in the wind. There's just not enough. I don't want to say talent because there there is the talent to do it, but it's the there's not enough quantity. Right. Yes, I'm saying. and. Just moving the, the titles from per makeshift team to makeshift team, it just doesn't. It's not tag team wrestling,
0: right? Um, I was curious by the press release, WWE's issued two. They yeah. basically they came out and said that they walked out of Monday Night Raw, uh, which I thought was very strange because usually that's something they try to keep behind the scenes. And then they announced on uh, SmackDown Friday that they suspended them. So, I have the question for you. Do you think that this is legit or do you think it's some kind of work?
1: Well, I mean, I go back to when Steve Austin left. Mm. I mean, they kind of did the same thing. Um, They come on the air, said that he left. And, I mean, they buried him. And then the, what was it, the next week they had The Rock come out there, and he had that get the F out promo Mm -hmm. that he cut. And, I mean, as far as we know, that was all, shoot, then. And I kind of get the feeling like it's kind of the way it is now. And even reports that I've seen is Sasha's contract's up in a couple of months.
0: So is Naomi's.
1: Yeah, I mean, if
0: AEW
1: wants to build that women's division, those are two that, if you put Sasha on AEW right now. She's the
0: the biggest star in that division.
1: She's the champ, and she holds that. I don't think there's any, I mean, Britt Baker's great, but she's not Sasha Banks. Um, and I mean, I know they're pushing Thunder Rosa and it's just not working. I mean, (laughs) Yeah. She's
0: been, she's a great wrestler, but she's, her promo has been a little lackluster.
1: Yeah. And I mean, how many times have you really seen her on TV since she won the title?
0: Mm, I know they did the, uh the battle for the belts with her and Nyla Rose. And I think she's wrestling Serena Deeb. Yeah. At a double or nothing. Well, I mean, hell, yeah. I, I can't believe I forgot that. Cause Serena Deeb just delivered a fucking fire promo oh, on yeah. Wednesday night. So
1: that, I mean, she's been building. I mean, it's got me interested.
0: Mm. Not, not, I don't think she'll win. I no, mean,
1: nah, I don't either. But I mean, I understand they're trying to make Thunder Rosa a star, and I mean, she was on her way to it. It's just she kind of got out, and she just went stagnant.
0: Mm-hmm. We might have to have you on the uh, next week. Uh, we're actually doing a uh, a double or nothing reaction show. We're gonna watch the uh, the pay per view, then we're gonna do an episode. The next night, we're kind of going to recap on our thoughts on it. So, Cool. I don't know if you're buying the event on pay-per-view. I know I am. I've already booked Sunday night. I ain't doing shit.
1: <laughs> I'm going to find the stream. Oh, wait. Did I say that?
0: <laughs> we don't condone pirating any well, kind of copyrighted material here on the Couch Potato Podcast.
1: I mean, Tony Khan's not Dana White. He's not going to... Put praise
0: You know, every time I see Dana White, I don't care what it is. I'm always, I always think in the back of my head that load meme, where it's like it's the the washing machine behind him.
2: It looks yeah. like just <laughs> because
0: yeah. I know he's a fairly regular uh, guest on Pat McAfee show, and like the first couple of minutes he's on there, just that meme instantly comes to my oh, head. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's one of my go-to's also for uh you know anything that I'm super excited about which I actually I sent that out earlier uh they did a uh a, they dropped the new Thor trailer tonight and I sent that to a friend of mine that that exact meme like tonight Thor <laughs> Um but yeah I don't I'm I think I think it's legit too but like if it's a work it's a really good one
1: yeah, and, you know, I will say, like, some of the stuff that they've been doing recently has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm getting, obviously, RK broke, but what about Kevin Owens and and Ezekiel? That stuff cracks me up every time I see it. And, I mean, I don't watch Raw front to bat. I, I can't do it. But it's I'll too fast long. forward. Yeah. I'll fast forward to... One the the segments I want to see. I usually read the spoilers and then kind of go back through. That's
0: kind of what I do too. And if like oh, okay, <clears throat> something I should probably watch, I'll check it out. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, it could if it's a work. You do have SummerSlam coming up in July. No better way to have you know. Ronda and Sasha at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, and have have Sasha just absolutely destroy her.
0: I, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't... Like, they've got so much built up in Ronda Rousey. Her run... Like, the match that they had at the uh, WrestleMania Backlash was actually pretty good. Yeah. But she... I think would be better served to have a like a Paul Heyman type character with her yeah, to do her talking for so. her, because it worked well for uh, Brock Lesnar for years until Cowboy Brock came out. <laughs> fucking <loved> that <laughs> love that character, yeah, love that version. Brock was great. but I but think she would be better served to have somebody doing the talking for her because her promos are fucking are horrible.
1: Terrible. Well, I mean, when she's smiling. She's trying to be serious. That shit drives me nuts.
0: And she always has to call, like, she always has to call somebody a bitch too. Yeah. It's like, okay, you can be (laughs) tough without swearing, you know? Like, hey, pot calling the kettle black. I use it, a swear word, basically every other sentence, but. It happens. But still,
1: yeah, she, she needs a mouthpiece and she should have had it long before now.
0: Mm, Yeah. I don't know, like, her run is just, the second run, like, I know me and my son watched the Royal Rumble, and then when she came out, and I was like, fuck, she's gonna win, did not she? But yes. she didn't need to. No. Not at all. But, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck, she's gonna win. And sure enough, she did. And it just, that, the program with Charlotte leading up to WrestleMania just didn't click. Their match was no. decent at WrestleMania. The second one was much better, but. I don't know, man. It just—it's been a problem for the WWE for a long time. Is they rely on like really homegrown talent? They've built some up, but you're bringing back like the people from the past to sell like WrestleMania and stuff, instead of building up what you got now.
1: I know. Yeah, Uh, it doesn't make any bit of sense to me. I mean, we grew up with the. You didn't have some, I mean, unless it was Lawrence Taylor coming back or coming in to, and I still say that that was one of the, my favorite celebrity matches of all time. I just remember being 10, 11, 12 years old when that happened. Mm. And But unless it's like Brock Lesnar coming in, I mean I just don't think people care about Ronda Rousey like I mean no, she's not she's not the undefeated MMA superstar. She got her ass beat I mean handily twice.
0: I just watched the Holly got... Holm fight the other day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean and you bring her in and I will say that the the Main event of WrestleMania 35, that build-up was awesome.
0: Yeah, her first run was great. but
1: Yeah. And the match they had was good. But it was like after that, she, the fans turned on her, and then she was turning on the fans and calling stuff fake. And I really don't think she wants to be there, but I think Vince's wallet says oh, I have to
0: be there. Right. Yeah, I think the timing of this just isn't very good because truth be told, their women's division used to be like the standout of their programming. But Charlotte's going to be out for a while. I personally, I think Becky's return has been lackluster. She doesn't – she's got the stone-cold Steve Austin syndrome when they try to turn him heel. It doesn't quite work. Um. I mean, Bianca Belair's been fantastic. Oh yeah, but Bailey's not there right now. They just brought Oscar back. Ronda hasn't been good, and now you're losing arguably the two like two of your biggest female wrestlers. And I think Naomi's just been criminally underused for a long time.
1: Yeah, easily. So I don't um, know. Yeah, I mean, do you let them just walk? you, I mean,
0: I, I personally, I think Naomi will be back at some point, just oh, yeah. because it's her husband. Yeah, is she married to Jimmy or Jay? I don't remember. I think it's Jimmy.
1: <laughs> Whichever one's probably got the DUIs.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? It's the fucking bloodline. She's like, <laughs> come on, Vince.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually she'll be back, and I think eventually she's going to be part of that storyline.
0: I'm actually surprised she hasn't been already. Yeah, but I don't know. Come on, Vince, get your shit together, man. Bring him back. You you need him more than you think. Because honestly, nobody.
1: Hate... I, I mean, I'm not gonna hate if Sasha shows up in
0: AEW. Oh, dude, <clears throat> that'd be so cool to see her at all out. Yeah. I don't. Th- uh, yeah. I don't think it'll happen, but. Well, I think when their yeah. contracts expire, it's 90 days before they can go somewhere else. So, it would probably be like a revolution type thing.
1: I think when, was it, uh, who was it that contract expired and then they showed up right away?
0: I know uh, Malachi Black did, but they, he was on a NXT contract.
1: So, yeah, their the non-compete
0: clauses were different than they are when you're on the main roster. And they just overlooked it.
1: That that was a cool Surprise
0: there Wasn't
1: expecting that
0: As long as she doesn't show up on that uh, That uh, EC3 Braun Strowman promotion
1: Control your narrative Yeah God I've seen some online stuff of that And I mean don't get me wrong I know that's some people's cup of tea But What the hell is that?
0: <laughs> I don't know man I try to follow as much uh, wrestling as I can, but yeah, like, I see now, I was like, I think I'm going to skip this promotion.
1: What the hell are they? they wrestling on, like, Primanti Brothers or something?
0: <laughs> I think they're wrestling inside the showroom at Aaron's. Yeah.
1: come on back to the back room at Aaron's. They yeah. got a wrestling ring back there. <laughs> in, the,
0: in the warehouse, and then you can sign up for Aaron's credit card on the way out. yeah. Actually, I think if you get prayer, uh, if you sign up beforehand, you get discounted tickets.
1: All right.
0: Um, before we uh, wrap this up here, is there, uh, I know you wanted to touch on some baseball real quick.
1: Yeah, the only thing I really have, I mean baseball season's been kind of lackluster for me because I'm a Reds fan.
0: Well, usually I don't think baseball picks up till after the All-Star break anyways. There's really not a lot going on because then after the All-Star break, you've got trade deadline coming up, people making yeah. the pushes, you're starting to see the prospects get called up because yeah. teams have basically said, fuck it, we ain't going nowhere, <laughs> well, bring the kid up.
1: Yeah, the the Reds kind of said that about three weeks before the started. Yeah, they threw started. their
0: season in the fucking bucket before it started. <laughs>
1: but, I mean, they have been better lately, but still. Um, I think like the Juan Soto, the Nationals talking about trading. Uh, how I mean, if you're the if you're Juan Soto, do you re-sign with Washington? I mean, I know they've offered him a contract, and it's probably nowhere near what he wants. But would you re-sign with the Nationals?
0: Not with the way they're rebuilding. I mean, they pretty much gutted their team.
1: Well, I mean, if you go back, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. had Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg was healthy. Um, they signed Patrick Corbin.
0: He's been a complete then, bust.
1: Yeah. Then you just let Bryce Harper walk. And then the next year, you you trade... Max Scherzer and Trey Turner
2: mm-hmm. for.
1: I mean, I know those were the, some of the Dodgers' top prospects, but they weren't the top prospects. Right. But, man, I would have loved to have had Trey Turner. I mean,. And I mean, you're basically just giving him up for. I think it was the number three prospect.
0: Yeah, I think the Josiah Gray was the uh, the centerpiece of that deal.
1: I mean, what and they're wanting him to resign and to go back. I mean, he won a title 2019. Was it 19? They they beat the Astros.
0: I think it was. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. so he knows what it's like to, to win a title and then now here it is May 23rd and your team's out of it and you're the star on the team and they're wanting to resign want, wanting you to resign my thing is if they do trade him are you just going to do the same thing you did with Trey Turner because I mean Trey Turner wasn't a slouch I mean he at one point was a top five MLB prospect.
0: Well, I mean, he's probably one of the ten best players in the game right now.
1: Yeah, easily. And now you've got Juan Soto, who a lot of people will say is probably the best young player to get him or Acuna.
0: Or Tatis, um, yeah, that's usually the three. Yeah. And, At least those I mean, are the three are my gonna... son would tell you. Are the best players in baseball. Oh. I
1: really wish Tatis would stay healthy, but I mean, I can't argue with those three. Mm-hmm. Maybe include uh, Devers from Boston.
0: Yeah, Devers has got a legit case. Um, but yeah, I mean, Juan Soto is like a kid that you build the team around. And then, like, these guys you've gotten from, like, the Dodgers and, you know, these pieces you've acquired by basically gutting your team, you build around Juan Soto. And you've got yeah. Strasburg, I think, supposed to be coming back some point this year, too. So,
1: I hope so. I mean, he's fun to
0: watch. Um, well, didn't he have that that thoracic surgery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pitchers you don't always come back from that.
1: That's uh, what kind of scares me about Hunter Green. I mean, you've got those guys that throw above 100 miles per hour just about a third of their, their pitches. And, I mean, there was the same kind of hype when Strasburg come up. So he throws 102 miles an hour, and but he's had Tommy John, and now he's had this surgery, and then it just seems like every year he misses a significant amount of time and kind of worries me about 100 Green. Mm-hmm.
0: So if uh, the Nationals trade him, uh, who do you think makes a run at him?
1: Well, I don't think they would trade in the division because I think the Mets would be all.
0: Yeah, that's the first team to come to mind for me was the Mets.
1: Yeah, because I know what's what's the owner thing. He kills me. I mean, he. But I mean, he's putting money into the team, which you don't see a lot of a lot of owners do now. Mm. Um, I, I really think they would at least call.
0: But oh, I'm sure the Mets would like. Trade. Hey, what? What would it take?
1: Yeah, I don't. I think the Mets would probably be the team from the East that would. But I'm thinking maybe the Angels.
0: Really, that's interesting. I was kind of thinking of them too because I mean, I they have a glut of young talent. Yeah, I mean that you can.
1: Could... What Joe Adele, and Walsh. I mean, I know. Yeah, I know Adele hasn't. They they kind of labeled him a superstar. Really, haven't allowed the guy the opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he could be part of that package. And could you imagine? having Trout and Juan Soto in the same
0: lineup. And Otani.
1: Oh, yeah, Otani,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, my son's going to listen to this. He goes, how dare Jason not mention <laughs> Otani. That's that's my son's favorite baseball player. He loves Otani. But, um, yeah, that's kind of who I was thinking, too, those two teams. Or maybe, uh, I don't know, like the White Sox. Well, I don't know if the White Sox, they've got, like, Pretty
1: good. Oh, I imagine that I would imagine um, the Yankees and
0: the Sox will call on him too, or the Blue yeah. Jays.
1: That could be fun to have. Oh Vlad Jesus, that's not even Bo fair. And, I mean, Reds just played them, in a th- and I—I I mean, I think we we held our own, but I mean. I have the, the MLB package, and I'm always watching the Blue Jays games just because they're fun to watch.
0: hmm so. I always have uh, my wife's friend hook me up with uh, the T-Mobile one.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I've got.
0: <clears throat> Get the free one. Well, uh, just reading this uh, uh, fan-sided, which, take it or leave it on how legit they are, uh, they mentioned the Dodgers.
1: I mean, they, don't they have one of the better farm systems in baseball? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> I mean, you just want to trade farm systems with the the Dodgers since you seem to be trading with them all the time? I mean, I
0: don't... Oh, fanside has actually got a few teams. They've also got the <laughs> Astros.
1: Yeah, but... Who
0: would they? Uh, Let's see. The Bleacher Report has the top five teams to trade for Juan Soto. They have number one's the Dodgers. They have the Padres is number two, which Padres seem to be in rumors for everybody. Number three, the Toronto Blue Jays. Number four, the San Francisco Giants. Really? hmm And number five, the New York Yankees. And then they also mentioned the Twins, the White Sox, the Red Sox, the Marlins, and the, the Rays.
1: I mean, if he went to Minnesota, I think it would be nothing more than a rental.
0: Well, if he went but, to any of those teams outside the top five, he would be. There's yeah, no way that the, I mean. I mean, I could maybe see the Marlins – Making a big splash and trading for him and then signing him to a huge contract. But realistically though, I mean it's not any he's not really going to any situation any better than what he's at in nationals now. I mean yeah. I know. The uh, the hot stove slowly the embers are slowly starting to create a little bit of a fire there. We'll find out more in what, June, July.
1: Yeah. It'll be, I mean, it'll be fun as it always is. Um, Actually, the, my favorite time.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. The baseball trade deadline's is like my f- one of my favorite days of the year because I'm locked on I my phone.
1: To, I used to take the day off work and just sit and watch ESPN and have uh, a little baseball tonight trade deadline special.
0: I remember uh, a mutual friend of ours is a uh, giant Red Sox fan. And him and I were traveling somewhere, and it's – I'm trying to think of who – simulcast ESPN radio. But it was the day – it was the trade deadline when the uh, Red Sox traded Nomar to the Cubs, and I seen him damn near have a fucking meltdown.
1: Yeah, but how'd that turn out?
0: Turned out okay for the Red Sox.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I still have – Good memories of the 95 deadline when the, I believe it was 95, when the Reds traded for Juan Guzman and uh, David Wells. And I thought, man, we're going to go playoffs the playoffs, and then we get swept by the Braves.
0: Uh, for those of you that don't uh, know what uh, Jason looks like, uh, he would be a uh, David Wells doppelganger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can live with live that
0: could be worse could be uh what i hear every day um hey man i th- think we're about out of time for this episode is there anything you want to add before we uh, wrap this up
1: um yeah sell
0: so the team bob <laughs> that's, that's all hashtag I, sell all the I team know. bob hashtag sell the team bob seven people listen to this program share the Play hashtag
1: yeah. All your Facebook posts tell the team Bob.
0: We know he's not going to. I mean, he pretty much said that in his press conference, but
1: rotten prick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, it was uh, good talking to you. Like always, uh we'll have you back in a couple weeks for uh, the AEW double or nothing reaction show if you want to hop on.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: All right, man. Well, uh Thank you, Jason, for filling in. I'm sure uh, I'll be calling on you a lot more now that uh, Lucas has joined the famous makers. Uh, Okada's the the rainmaker, Chris Jericho's the pain maker, and now Lucas Sidrus is the baby maker. So, <laughs> no. all right, gang. What's that? New nickname. Yep, the baby maker. Get a t shirt and everything made for him. Just not. Him actually in the act of doing that will come up with something yeah. else. that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, until next Tuesday, we will talk to you later. <coughs> and that will do it for today's episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. To get all the latest news in the Couch Potato universe, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on new episodes each and every Tuesday night. And if you like what you heard here today, if you'd be so kind to leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And if you didn't like what you heard, hey, I get it. We've all wasted an hour or so of our lives. We wish we could get back. Totally understandable. Just pretend like it didn't even happen. So until next Tuesday... We will catch you guys on the other side.